Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The The starting starting place to become become a future future coder. coder. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from Master Entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the third edition of the Entrepreneurial Dash podcast series featuring Master Entrepreneur Shailish Dash. My name is Phil Blizzard, and we're going to start off, as we do, with a little reflection of the previous episode. First, though, Shailish, how are you doing? Very good, Phil. Thank you. In the last few episodes, we did cover quite a bit of my early education, my college undergrad days as well. The Entrepreneurial Dash. So as we travel through the journey of your colourful life and you've been giving us insights about growing up in your home country of India, your early days of education, including leaving home and going off to study. So we continue on that theme. So what is going to be the focus of this episode? The focus of this episode would be about the different aspects of learning that I had and later maybe which I had to unlearn in my adult life was doing my MBA in Delhi. Till that time, I had no experience of living in a mega city like New Delhi, the capital of the country. And this experience was totally a new one for a comparatively introvert personality like me with almost no friends or family in the big city. Later, of course, I have my own uncle and aunt moving into the city with his job and I would get to know some other distant family members in Delhi, which would be very helpful. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of things uh, to, to contend with there. So what were the main differences for you between going to live away from home for the very first time and then moving to a really big city, in fact, the capital of India, New Delhi? Actually, this was my very first experience of living in a big city without the family's safety net I had before. My previous experience of going to almost five different schools and staying in the hostel in the college would now actually would come in handy, staying in the big city where I'm now left to study and fend for myself with no real hostel. Here I would later develop some of my best friendships with students who came from different parts of India with a view to be successful in their life. For the very first time actually, the sense of survival would set in among all of us who came from outside of Delhi to make groups together and look for ways to stay together for almost two years. While it might seem to be a small inconsequential thing for some people who have stayed in hostels since their younger days, but it's very different not to stay in the protective hostel environment of students of 19 or 20 years old who don't know each other and now new to the cosmopolitan city of Delhi. Yeah, it must have been very strange moving, as you say, from home to the big city, people you didn't know. And you mentioned uh, just there that this was the first time that, what should we say, the sense of survival would set in. What did you take away from that which helped you later on regards to business and management? 
I guess that was in a way the first lesson of management which helps us to make managers. While a lot of stuff we learned there we had to like I said before we had to learn unlearn later when we joined the corporate world and many of the stuff may not be valid anymore in the current world. But there are certain principles which have worked well for me and I think if implemented in the correct way could help all of us who are in senior positions in the corporate world. I say this because anybody who's already hired up is already following these principles. Yeah, so you want to pass on advice and insights to uh, young entrepreneurs, startups and SMEs. So I'm wondering from what you're saying there, how would you define for us, uh, you know, provide your views on what management actually means? This was something which was told to my lecturer a long time back and I believe as I have been working in the industry for 20 25 years now, I could see why he said that at that point in time. So basically management would be defined as manage plus men or women tactically and that's how we break it up and to become a manager all we need to do is manage plus r r is the resources so resources could be people systems capital etc interesting the suffering we had to undergo every day just to survive in the big city alone during that time and complete our studies with the least amount of support from anywhere would help me survive and appreciate the learnings i had during those days Therefore please always remember if we are undergoing some pain and suffering to fulfill our passions that's because God wants us to be strong and not waver in the real life in times of difficulties. So you're saying there you're telling us about the daily suffering you underwent in order just to survive in that very very big city and of course alongside that complete your study. So try now create a picture of the suffering you went through and how it made you really hungry to succeed. You know somebody growing up in the big city may not think this to be a big thing you know me coming from a small town i think in the city to be alone it was quite a bit of suffering that i would put it may not be the same to everybody you know suffering might different to different people but i must say that it's the hunger and suffering which helps define a man to think different and work harder without the fear of losing if you study many successful individuals and read their books you will see this happening many okay. times mm, okay so staying with your mba and at one point during the course you had to go out you had to go out into the big which we say big business world for the summer internship so you know when did you go and what was the type of business you were involved in and how do you think that shaped you up for your working life your business life well my thought process and career was further shaped by the summer internship i did at abb in bangalore which was a fact to set up and not what i had really wished for but it actually helped me later when i started my stint in a similar last factory setup at dayu motors these last factory setups are very different than a corporate office and the working style is more informal than a corporate office it did provide me with first hand experience on the demands of working life and provided a lot of understanding for me and my very first job following the final year of my mba course Yeah, you see what you're saying, the factory setup must be very very different to the corporate world and indeed where you are at the moment so uh, in this business environment. So, let's have a look at the um summer internship and you know, it's the first step into the business world for you, the working world. Yeah, talk us through some of those key experiences you got from doing that internship at ABB in Bangalore. The entrepreneurial dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. One very different experience was being stuck in the factory due to a strike and at the age of 20 21 when you go through that experience you see how the leadership team and HR team in the factory were navigating to find a solution 
Again, joining the dots of life are so strange when a similar event happened when I went to work in the treasury function of Daewoo Motors in the factory. This is when you know what the God has in store for you and you have been trained for that day with some experience as to how to manage adversities. Another very important factor that I understand today that even after so many years, what I remember most is a negative event and not so many positive events that happened during those two months. And we see that today in newspaper and media where people actually sell negative news more and it impacts people more than any positive news today. However, I did learn so much from many of my accomplished professionals that I got in touch with uh, at that point in time. But the real grinding actually came when I took my first job as management trainee after completing my MBA. My experience, I would say something very similar to the characters of the book Monkey Business, which I read much later when I was in Kuwait. So from India to Kuwait. Now, Kuwait is going to be a focus of a future podcast. We'll have a look on that occasion in a future podcast. What took you to that country in the Gulf region? Your experiences there. But let's finish off this episode. I mean, some, some key phases of your life. So go through some of those experiences from, from this phase as you sort of get in towards the, the working world. The following could be described as my key learning in a short way as a trainee. The first would be the fundamentals of your specialization in finance, marketing, HR are very important depending on your field of specialization when you start your work as a trainee. Most importantly, be ready to unlearn almost everything you've learned at the business school as the corporate world is actually very different. What comes to your rescue is your analytical bent of mind, good presentation skills, excellent Excel skills, and most importantly, problem solving skills, which means doing almost everything that your seniors throw at you. On a many days, actually, I would work from 8 a.m. in the morning till 2 a.m. in the next day morning, weeks and weeks through. Basically, for a long time, you can forget about weekends. But I must say that while doing all this, I might have hated my work so much, but three years down the line, I had learned so much and strengthened my working knowledge that I started doing independent business development, which actually helped me grow the corporate ladder much faster and made my bosses always appreciate my value. Therefore, believe in the process God is taking you through as you don't know where he's getting you ready for. Now, a question I think I'll put to you now. If someone's thinking of being, wants to become an entrepreneur rather than sort of working in the corporate environment, what is perhaps the best way for them to, to start? So actually, if you want to become an entrepreneur, uh, it is much better to start working with a startup or a small organization where you play an integral part and get involved in everything. In large organizations, you are likely to be compartmentalized into doing only a small function or one type of function. While I used to be sad at the initial stages as I never went to work in large corporate except maybe Dayu, to some extent and again joining the dots, it was actually the most helpful for me. It enabled me to think that there is no work that is not for me and that I would be able to lead independent businesses or grow new businesses. I would always be ready to work hard and use my skill set to do what is necessary in making small startup entities to be success stories. All I can say here from my experience is never shock work. Doesn't matter what shape they come, be kind but at the same time be firm and disciplined. This is always appreciated by the clients and seniors. And finally, speak always the truth because it always helps in the long run. Wow, Charlotte, what a journey you've taken us on this time. First off to Delhi for your MBA with a, a side trip, you might say, to Bangalore for the summer internship, which proved to be valuable experience for you. So let's move on and conclude this episode of uh, the podcast series, as we do, with something for our listeners to take away, you know, a tip or a closing thought. So 
What are you going to offer us this time? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Phil, I think it's the hunger to achieve and lessons you learn during failure and rejection and suffering which will be the stepping stones for your future success. Don't get shared or disheartened. Believe in the learnings you're going through life because of those failures and suffering and use those experiences as your strength to bring positive change to your work and life. And that's what we hope to do with the podcast series. So what can we expect in the next episode? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. In episode four, Shailish will be discussing some of the big decisions he made with regards to his future career. He'll also be talking about the sacrifices he made along the way during his days of studying and the importance of setting goals and targets. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to hearing from you. So why not drop us an email? Send us an email to uh, hello at phytrends.com. That's P-H-I trends, T-R-E-N-D-S dot com. And please share the link to your colleagues and friends. Give the podcast a like and subscribe to the channel. Podcasts are now available on Apple, Google, Spotify and many other podcast channels. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The starting starting place place to become become a future future coder. coder.